Yo, it's me, it's me, it's ABC, coming at you live on Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the ABC Podcast on Blog Talk Radio. It's the Saturday special. We do this every Saturday for two hours from, what's well, supposed to be from four to uh, four to six, but today, because I had to do some things at work earlier this morning, I had to push the show back. So we're, now we're doing 5.30 to 7.30, and then hopefully next Saturday I'll be able to get back to four to six. So that's usually what my schedule is. So welcome to the ABC on ABC podcast on Block Talk Radio, where I take modern dating and I disembowel it for your entertainment. If you want to call in, you'll have two hours to do so. Uh, the call-in number is area code 563-999-3596. Area code 563-999-3596. Call in with your questions, comments, concerns. If you need advice, that's what I'm here for, too. So, yeah, if you don't want to call in, though, that's cool. Just sit back. If you just want to listen to monologue for a couple of hours just to hear things, hear me get my thoughts out, then, yeah, you can do that, too. Sit back and enjoy the show. And as usual, every Saturday, we're going to go through some, um, well, let's get through that. Let's get to that. Today, what I wanted to do is I wanted to talk, not so many things I wanted to talk about because there was so much that happened. Um, but what, um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm just going to put out some random thoughts. And I, what I want to do is I want to go through some TikTok videos that I found because I did the TikTok rounds this past week. Didn't really have a whole lot of time to do any shows because of things that were going on at work. But, and a sick kid too. My son got sick. And so, you know, he was down for a few days. I, uh, you know, so I was here with him. And, you know, usually I try, like that one time I did a show when he was sick and it, it just wasn't right because, you know, if something happened, then I wouldn't have been able, I would have had to cut my show early and do, do it. No, we're not going to do that. Just when my kid is sick, I'm not, I'm just not going to do a show. So that's at least until he gets to the age where, you know, he can pretty much handle his own business when he gets sick. But until then, you know, daddy's going to be there for him. So that's what that is. So that's why there wasn't really any shows last week, even though I wanted to, I couldn't. That didn't work. But a lot happened. I did a lot on TikTok. I did the TikTok rounds and I put up a couple of, sti I stitched a couple of videos and I've got, I've got some people talking. So I'm not going to... Well, I'm going to get into a couple of those, um, but I want to go through some other TikTok videos that I found that I favorited. I want to play those today, and I want to talk about one in particular, which is a girl that's like, she made a video called Proud, like the Proud Side Chick or something like that, and I'm going to go through it, but I'm going to attack it from an angle that's different than, I, than what I originally wanted to do, because what I originally wanted to do was just like, kind of take it down as, but... I think I'm going to get it from the angle of it's typical side chick banter or parlor because, again, you're going to hear things that are indicative of a typical side chick and how how much cope there is. So there's that. So I'm going to do that. And then, as usual, we're going to do the Saturday thing and go through some online dating profiles and, show you, and tell you the good, the bad, and the ugly about all of them. Oh, well, all the ones I find. Or all the ones they decide to rate or review or whatever. So we're going to do that today too. So all that's on deck. But first, so early this week, I want to say either Sunday night or Monday night. No, no, it wasn't at nighttime. It was Tuesday actually, because Tuesday was the first day that my son was home from daycare because he he had spiked a fever. So he was home and I was watching him, and because Monday. I, I believe I did a show. No, I didn't do a show Monday. But, um, because it was 
This is a holiday, that's right. So it's Tuesday. My kid is home sick. I'm watching him, right? He takes a nap, so I decided to take a nap. And I was only asleep for a half hour, but I had this really, really short dream when it was a vision. And when I woke up, I had this epiphany. It was kind of like the whole Joseph thing. If you know the, if you know about Joseph in the Bible and what happened with him, it was kind of like that. Like, like so I drunk, I nodded off, and the dream. And I remember this. The dream was okay. So the best way I can explain this is like visually. So if you have a dollar bill on you, take it out. Look at the back, right? Now, the circle on the right side, right next to where the O is on the one, that circle has the words, Manuitsitis Novus Ordus which I actually did a video, a YouTube video on that, and, and what that means and the implications of that. Um, but that's not what I want to talk about. What I want to talk about is the image, because the image is a pyramid with a, with a um, separated apex with the all-seeing eye in there. I saw that image. And when I woke up on an epiphany, it was, I, it was like, I got it. I get it now. I get it about relationships. I get it how about how to make relationships work now. And you're like, wow, how does the pyramid and all-seeing eye bring you to how relationships are supposed to work? Because if you look at that, right? And it's, it's indicative of what people are supposed to bring to a relationship, i.e., quote-unquote, to their table, and what people do bring versus what they're supposed to bring. I know I'm further confusing you, especially if you're looking at this image of the pyramid in the all-seeing eye. But hang on with me, and let me walk you through this, all right? The, the top of this pyramid that's separated with the eye in there, and it's shining, right? And I, I swear, this is the epiphany that I had. That part is the part that both, that's supposed to make the relationship work, right? That is, and again, what I came up with was that's with that separated part. You see, with that separated part, there's going to be an apex, and then there's going to be four corners. Just like if you look at the bottom of the pyramid, there's also four corners, but it's cut off, right? Because the top is separated. Well, the reason why the top is separated like that, and I'm not talking about on the dollar bill. There's there's a different there's different um, meanings behind the symbolism there. I'm just taking it to relationships and what and the epiphany that I had. But the reason why it's the reason why it's shined and highlighted and separated from the rest is because it signifies the perfect relationship or the the um the stratosphere of a relationship or what a relationship can potentially be, right? And what is needed to achieve that. You see, there's an apex and four corners. There's an and the way I say it is the way I like what I liken it to is it's an apex and four cornerstones that bring you to that apex and those five things and I'll explain this I'll explain this in a bit. Those five things are the things that make a re, that make that bring a relationship to its full potential, right? Whereas underneath of it, where, where that it's separated from, is what people 
do bring to a relationship, but it doesn't make the relationship. They think it makes a relationship and it doesn't. This is what people do bring versus what they're supposed to bring, right? And really, I'm, I'm going to excoriate, again, I'm going to excoriate the women on this because the women don't get this. Um, men are too, men are simple, so I don't really have to address the men with this because a man will listen to what I'm about to say and most likely if he's worth his salt, he'll understand. Even if he he's not like into have being in a relationship or anything like that, and I'll get I'll get to that later in the show. But even if he's not like into getting into a relationship, he'll understand when he hears when he hears it versus what he wants in a potential relationship. Even though he's not dealing with one, like if he did deal with one, what would you want in the relationship if you ever got into one, right? So this and this is this is why I'm doing this. So now, the apex, the, the top of this pyramid with the all-seeing eye, it's, a, it's representative of the pinnacle of what a relationship can be between two people. It's men and women, but two people, right? Lest I be accused of being homophobic or transphobic or whatever the stupid woke word of the day is. But there's an apex. And underneath that apex, what makes what brings you to that apex there's four corners, and I did a TikTok video on this. If you go to my TikTok page at um, jesse.ramsey.abc, you'll see the video where I did this, where I, where I kind of pointed this out, but I didn't go into, into depth. I, was, I stitched another video. The apex represents peace, all right? Peace is what we ultimately want in a relationship as a, as a man. And guys, if you, if you agree, if you disagree, you can, you're more than welcome to call in if you're listening. Men want peace in a relationship. That's all that's all we need. Peace. Right? But like I said in my TikTok video, peace is the abstract. Peace is peace is the um what oh god, what's the word? Peace is the it's the general idea, right? It's not specific enough, right? It's the abstract. It's, it's not specific. It's just the overarching theme. We want peace. How do we get there? How we get there is the four cornerstones underneath the apex, okay? And those cornerstone ladies, listen up, because this is gold I'm about to give you. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm pretty sure God put this on my heart to put this out on the radio. These four cornerstones are very important, ladies, listen up. In order to have peace in a relationship with a man, when a man asks you what is what it is you're bringing to the table, you need to bring four things, and these four things will bring peace to a relationship. You need to bring sanity. You need to bring stability. You need to bring cooperation, and you need to bring femininity. Those four cornerstones will equal peace, all right? Without, again, like I said in my video, the fire tetrahedron that they teach you in OSHA safety class when you go to any work that OSHA over overseas. You got to go to OSHA training. One one part of OSHA training is fire hazard training. Fire hazard training teaches you that there's something called a fire tetrahedron. It's four things that you absolutely need to make a fire. That's heat, oxygen, fuel, and a chain reaction. Okay, you have all four things of those. Pre you have all four of those presents. You will have a fire. You take away one thing. You just take away one, just one. You don't need to take them all away. You just need to take away one. 
and you don't have a fire, right? There's no way a fire can be created. You need all four of those components to make fire. Well, it's the same thing with this. Peace is the abstract. To get to peace, you need to bring sanity, stability, cooperation, and femininity. If you take away one of those things, you will not have peace. You just won't. You need all four of those components to have peace. You, if, you don't, if you're not bringing one, you're not bringing in. Just put it that way. If you're not bringing one, you're not bringing in, you're not going to have peace. You need to have all four. And when men ask you what you're bringing to the table, that's what he's asking you. Are you bringing the cornerstones to, to, to build toward this peace that you absolutely need in a relationship? Relationships aren't about drama. It's not about strife. Even the Bible says better to live on the upper on the corner of a roof outside than to live with a contentious woman. And I know it's paraphrasing, but King Solomon literally said that in the book of Proverbs. Along with along with other things like like a ring in the swine's nose, so was a woman that lacks discretion. That's my favorite proverb ever. But okay, anyway. Proverbs 31, if you list, if you read Proverbs 31, yes, the um, virtuous woman has the things that she does to better herself and her community at large, all while honoring her husband and her family. There's that balance there. This is, what, this is why Proverbs 31 is written. But it doesn't speak of, well, it speaks in the abstract of being feminine, being cooperative, being sane, being stable. All of those things are present in Proverbs 31. If you read it, if you look at the words that are used, all those things are, all those things are not directly mentioned, but indirectly hinted at. Those are overarching themes of Proverbs 31. So that's the pig. That's a pinnacle of what a relationship could be. You bring those things, you have, you will have a great relationship. I guarantee it. But what's the problem? Problem is the pyramid underneath is whatever what women think they should bring. Money, degrees, attitude, sassiness, kids, drama from an ex. All this stuff, all this stuff that makes up the pyramid underneath and is so separated from the from the pinnacle of the relationship that you have that gap between the eye, the the tip of it with the eye and the base of it with all the rest of that crap that you do bring. So when you're walking around wondering why your relationships aren't working out the way they are, why it just seems like every one of them just hits a dead end no matter how fantastically it starts. You have to kind of look at yourself and ask yourself, am I missing one of the four components that can bring about peace? If you're in a relationship that's full of strife, full of contention, you bounce from relationship to relationship and wonder why nobody wants to settle down and commit with you. You have to turn around and ask yourself, hey, are any of these components missing? Am I missing femininity? A lot of women are. Just happens, it just comes with, especially female athletes, big time problem. But any female that's like spends gobs of time in the workforce will would they lose their femininity over that? 
Hate to say it, that could be the bear of bad news, but it's true. That's why men don't do don't they don't they tend not to wife women who are career women. They'll date you, they'll sleep with you. If you if you're a career woman, you will not be wife. Absolutely not. Why? Because they don't want to be committed to masculine energy. No man does. Can't have two bulls in one pen. Love and Deer said that. Can't have two bulls in one pen. It's an old Jamaican thing. So you have to have that feminine. Well, are you saying? Are you sitting there texting him 25,000 times a day, asking where he is, what he's doing, who he's with? When he comes home, are you in his face? Asking what he's doing and yelling at him about what he's supposed to be doing after he comes home from work. Are you sane? Or do you do you understand that he's going through a lot of stuff too? And you want to make things easy for him so he can make things easy for you. Are you sane? Are you stable? Are you going out there spending all the money? Are you going out are you going out with your friends to clubs and you have different guys in your orbit? Are you stable? I'm not talking about mentally stable. That goes under sanity. I'm talking about stable. Your life is your life stable. Are you bouncing from place to place? Are you being? Are you a nomad? Are you bouncing between relationships? Or are you? Are you fixed? Do you have your place? Do you have your routine? Do you have the things that you do and the things that you like, and that's what you do? Are you stable? Are you willing to cooperate with him? If he tells you something, are you willing? If he tells you something and and takes charge, are you willing to follow? A lot of women aren't. Feminism taught women that following a man is the worst thing ever because then you become a um, then you become a tool of the patriarchy. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Women, even even if you don't believe in the Bible, right? Sociologically, throughout history, throughout the time that humans been on the planet, and again, I talk about Bible and the and the time that humans been on the planet, and I have to say this as an, as an aside, it has nothing to do with relationships. But the dumbest thing that I ever heard from an atheist, and this is why I don't give atheists any credibility whatsoever. The dumbest thing I've ever heard from an atheist was that the Bible said that the Bible says that the earth is thousands of years old instead of millions of years old. And and there's literally nothing in the Bible that even hints to the fact that the earth's only thousands of years old. As a matter of fact, if you read the book of Genesis, every word of it, there is one word in the book of Genesis that absolutely proves that the earth is older than just thousands of years old. There's there's literally one word in there. And if you read that, you would understand. You would understand. But atheists don't read the Bible. They think it's a joke. And so they go about spouting things that they don't understand. So again, the dumbest thing that I've ever heard from an atheist was the fact that he said the Bible said that the earth was thousands of years old. But anyway, getting back to that, even if you, getting back to what I was saying, even if you don't believe what the Bible says, even if, you, even if you're not a biblical person, right, or a biblical woman, you have to understand it sociologically and um, evolutionary biology dictates that women follow men's leads just because they don't have the acuity or the physical or the physical prowess to do the things men do to um, stabilize a family. 
hunting gathering. Women were never built for hunting gathering. Men are. Our mentalities and our bodies are built for hunting gathering. That's it. Now, I did a show on what the Bible says about what the Bible says about women co-opting men's roles and what happened to them according to Genesis. Now women are asking for the soft life. I just want to live my soft life now. I just want to sit back and have somebody take care of me. Really? So after all of that bra burning, all of that all of that breast thumping, all of that I don't need no man, all that I'm strong, I am invincible, I am woman, all of that I don't need no man to help me take care of my bills. Now you want to live the soft life. Why? I can tell you why. As a matter of fact, I'm going to tell you why next week. So that show's coming. I'm going to tell you why women want the soft life. Especially black women. So that's where I mainly hear it from. And there is a reason why black women now, actually they've been asking for it for a while. It's just that we've kind of been ignoring them. But they've been, they've, they're becoming increasingly louder with this call for the soft life. And there's a reason why. And I'm going to tell you the reason why this week. I think I'm going to do it on Monday. No, I can't do it on Monday because I have an appointment, I have a doctor's appointment. I'm going to have to do it on Tuesday. So... Tuesday, I'm going to tell you why black women have been demanding a soft life. It's not what you think, all right? Or it's not what they would have you think. So put a pin in that and come back here on, th on Tuesday. You'll hear that. But now women are asking for the soft life. Now you're ready to cooperate. Why? What, is it going out and hunting and gathering a little too hard for you? What, are you tired at the end of the day? Or do you want to just pick your feet up and have somebody give you a nice back rub, bring you a meal? Guess what? That's what men have been wanting. But because you feel like serving your man was such a drudgery, such such a bane of your existence, that you couldn't you couldn't fathom bringing a meal to somebody who's worked all day, who wants to just put his feet up and just relax at the end of a day at the job. And because you were in your because you were in your feminist energy or your feminist indoctrination, that you saw this man as well, he could do it himself. Because no matter what, then I don't need him. And if he starts with his BS, I could just leave. I don't need him. So now you get to do it on your own. And now you're asking for the soft life. All you have to do is cooperate. Cooperation is one of those cornerstones. Femininity, sanity, stability, cooperation. It's really not that hard. The problem is that your feminist indoctrination has taken you out of that. There's a video that I saw, and the guy nailed it perfectly. He said, you're taught to be strong and independent, but you're not taught to what strong and independent is. So you're guessing at this point. You're throwing, you're spitting into the wind and seeing what direction it goes. A lot of times it's, a lot of times it's smacking you back in the face. This is why you're asking for the soft life. Because you think independence is one thing and it turns out to be another thing. And what independence turns out to be, to actually be, is way more than what you anticipated. 
a lot of women go to college when they go when they go into their college years and they sign up and say oh i'm gonna get this degree and that degree it's all good yeah i'm a strong independent woman i'm getting my degree i'm gonna go get my money and that's cool for when you're getting your degree because you're in class you're in kind of a college bubble trust me i've done this before i've been in college so i know about the college bubble but one of these days that bubble bursts and you have to go out to the real world what does the real world have for you the same thing it has for men problem is men can't ask for a soft life we're men women you want to be men but the moment things get a little hard the moment joe biden gets into office and makes life difficult instead of now being strong independent woman who could do it on your own now you're asking for the soft life now you want to be now you want to be kind of the mafia wife there's and I know there's that subset of women out there who would rather trade who would trade what they got down for being a mafia wife, quote unquote. Or living their soft life, quote unquote. But honestly, it's just fluff right now. It really is. We look at the women who said they were strong and independent, then now they say they want to live their soft life. And we're like, you can't hack it. You just can't. What will you want with you? You can't even you can't even hack being quote unquote strong and independent. When if you have humbled yourself from the beginning, maybe, just maybe, you could have lived that soft life. You could have had somebody take care of you. You could have had somebody that at the end of a day of taking of cleaning the house and taking care of the kids. He rub your shoulders. He rub your feet. You know, because he loves you like that. But a man can't love somebody who says they don't need him. It just doesn't happen. You're not going to love somebody who says they don't need you. Well, no, because I know those there are those women out there. I've seen it. But by and large, you're not going to love somebody who says they don't need you. But you expect us to. Yeah, I don't see it. So that's it. If you want to live your soft life, I gave you the keys. I gave you the I gave you the pillars. I gave you the cornerstones. If you want to live the soft life with a with a man or with whoever your partner is, whatever your partner is, whatever your partner identifies as. Bring those four cornerstones. Build toward peace. And I guarantee you're going to have a great relationship. On to the lecture. So, well, the first thing I want to talk about is like, so there's this TikTok video, right? And let me get to my, let me get to my profile because, uh, or can, there we go. Because yeah. I'm on my PC right now and it's not as easy as the phone. So I got to, there's a couple things I have to, so, okay. Let's see if I can turn this up. Now, the first video I want to talk about is the side chick thing, right? Because we 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 know what side chicks are. We know how side chicks think, and this woman puts it perfectly. Um, and let's see which one was the emotional. Thing. Oh, I'm gonna talk about that too. Um, here we go. So this is a proud side chick. Um, 
I, I do edit this video with some reactions and stuff to it, and she actually and she actually liked it. And this is why I'm literally changing my approach because I thought it was one thing, but when she liked it instead of came back on me, then I'm like, oh, okay, I get what this is now. Um, so I'm going to talk about this. So I'm going to play this video, and I'm going to come back and give my commentary. So y'all can say what y'all want, but I'm much happier being a side chick. I ain't got to stress. I ain't got to worry about where the fuck this man is at, bitch. Because if he ain't with me, he with you. Especially if I'm doing my job right. How I know he with you? Bitch, because that's where I sent him back to. Bills stay paid. Ain't got to worry about no type of financial barriers. Ain't got to wake up to no stinking breath and him farting. and got a doodle stinking up the bathroom. None of that. He do that shit at your house. Then the females be trying to get mad because I'm dealing with that nigga. It's like, girl, I'm helping you. Your dude was a, he's a fucking sleazeball, baby. I don't want your fucking sleazeball to myself, bitch. Your motherfucking dog was on a prowl, bitch. That dog was on a loose before he started dealing with me. Bitch, I'm the reason why he come back home and be a family man happily unhappily. But yeah, it just feel good to not have to worry about a nigga cheating on you. All the shit that I see, bitch, I wish the fuck I would. Ain't got a thing, baby girl, you mad at me, but I got secrets that you don't even fucking know. I know the shit that you don't know. I'm around the friends that know you. That's sitting there playing in your face. But you mad at me. Like, I'm the bitch that you married. I would rather be a side chick. It is what it is. And I like my position. And I get to dress corporate. Like my corporate nigga. I mean, my corporate husband. And isn't that so indicative? Now, again, it's a troll video, but isn't that isn't that literally indicative of how of the level of cope that a lot of side chicks are experiencing right now? How she talks about, well, I'd rather I'd rather have this and you know, I'd rather have this and not worry about getting cheated on. Yet she's literally being cheated on because she's sharing her man and. To that end, if you're a side chick, you have to know because, again, side chicks have this mentality that, well, because I'm sharing him, it's all good, right? Because I get mine and then I send him home. But you have to understand that, you know, you're only getting half of whatever it is that you're getting. It's only half of what you could get. So it's the ultimate in settling. And these women, these side chicks, they are so, they're so puffed up about themselves, right? And hold on, let me, because I'm going to click on her again. Yep. And I'm going to follow her because the Kelly Kel Show, follow the Kelly Kel Show on TikTok if you're on TikTok. Because I don't know, I haven't seen a whole lot of other videos from her. But I'm going to go start going through her, going through her stuff because... She has another video which turned which literally turned me on to her. Um, she had another video talking about being a side chick, and it was one of those I'm a side chick and I do this, and it was so friggin' hilarious that um that I I hearted it, I I liked it, and then I put it as my I think I put it as one of my favorites. Hang on, if I go back to my favorites here, did I get that video? No, I literally did not. Okay, but I know I heard it that, and then and so you know, it tripped the algorithm. 
um, TikTok spit me out this video, and I was like, oh, I got to talk about this. So that's where that came from. So understand that when you're dealing with a side chick, you're dealing with a chick that's not wrapped too tight. So there's that. Um, some other videos I want to talk about. Let's see. Oh, here we go. So I stitched this video, right? And I'm going to play it for you. If you go to my, if you go to my TikTok, you'll see the video that I stitched. I'm going to play the original video, and I want to explain on my podcast, and I'm going to do an actual react on the podcast. So this one is um, the real Dr. Psych Mom, and let's see, why do men marry, why do women marry men they're not attracted to? It's a three-minute video, but I'm only going to play the first few because she asked questions that I had to answer that, and the question, the reason why I answered at the point I did was only, well, not only because they only let you stitch like five seconds. I only found the first five seconds like very interesting, but I had to answer that question. So here's Dr. Psych Mom, and let's hear what she had to ask. This, Hang on. So why do women marry men that they're not attracted to? This almost never is any nefarious reason, right? Um, when you are raised in a marriage where, in a house, where people are married that don't really seem to have any romantic connection when your parents oh don't touch each other yeah. where it's very sex negative, there's really no attraction to be seen, then that's what you think that marriage is. You don't really even think that there's a place for attraction in marriage. You think you're supposed to be finding a partner who will be a good parent and who can co-create a life with you. Yes, of course, you know, you have sex, especially at the beginning of the marriage, but that's not considered to be anything remotely like a main reason, right, for marriage. And so later on, when the honeymoon stage hormones fade, a lot of women are kind of, uh, you know, not that into the guy, and he picks up on that and thinks it's some sort of a change. It wasn't really a change. I mean, she didn't even think that marriage was about anything really romantic you know they they find each other they're going to have children together they're going to create and build a life together if this is how you were raised to think that the point of marriage is nothing really romantic at all then it, it's startling for many women to even think that the guy has different expectations at all and it's very so i'm going to kill it right there because you heard what she says, you heard what she blamed it on. She blamed it on parents and sexless marriages and things like that. Why women are attracted to, I mean, women married guys are not attracted to. I'll be the first to tell you right now, that's all hogwash. That's bullshit. You can, if you dry that out, you can fertilize the lawn. Let me tell you the real reason why women, and I said this on my TikTok. Go to my TikTok and I say this. Let me tell you the reason why women married guys are not attracted to her. Right? And you're not going to hear this anywhere else. The reason why women marry men they're not attracted to is this. Because the men that women are attracted to have other women attracted to them, right? So the man, so that man has so many options that he's sleeping with all of these women. And why he's not committing to one. And why would he, right? Because things are going so well for him. He has a different woman in his bed every night. He's not going to commit to one. Things are, things are too good for him. So he's not, he's not going to commit. You're not going to get him to commit. 
So when the girl, when the woman gets with him and she finds out that he's cheating on her with all these other women and she's out, right? She's like, I'm not dealing with that anymore, you know? And that's the 1% of hyper accomplished, good looking men that every, that every woman wants. I believe they call him quote unquote Chad, right? So that's Chad. So she says, okay, I'm done with Chad. I'm not going to do Chad anymore. I want an IC, hits 30 years old. This is when she's 20. She gets to 30, and she's like, I'm not dealing with Chad anymore. I want a normal guy because I'm trying to get married. She's 30, 31, 32. She's, she's pushing the childbearing age, right? So now she says, you know what? Never mind. I just want a good-looking, um, he doesn't have to be hyper-accomplished. You just give me good looking and give me good, decent, hardworking, not cheating, would put me, you know, would always put our needs first, right? That kind of good man. The problem with that is those men, though being a majority sector of the population, can be put into three subsets. She looks at the first subset, but the, the problem is the first subset, they're good, they're not very, they're not rich or wealthy or anything like that. They're middle class, but they have their values together, have their order, they have their um have their values together. They have they know they got their life together. It's not they're not wealthy, but they have a house and a car and things like that. They have their own. And they're good, decent, hardworking men would never cheat on their women, would treat their women with absolutely respect. The problem is they're already hitched to good women. They're committed already. So they're out. They're right out. So she says, okay, those men are all already connected to good women, so leave that alone. I don't want to be a side chick. I'll lie the last, the last TikTok that I put up. So she says, okay, let me look at the average middle-class guy who is still a really good man. He works He works hard for his paycheck. He brings it home, and it may be a little, it may be a little more meager, but our needs are still will still be met. I may still have to get a job or whatever, but, you know, just a part-time job, nothing that will really stress me out very, I won't be able to have that soft life as a, you know, as a kept housewife. But in order to have a good man, this is what I'm willing to sacrifice. So she looks at those men. The problem is those men come in two subsets. Subset number one has already been screwed over by women who are looking at Chad. So they're right out because they they don't want anything to do with women anymore after being screwed over by them. You look at the second subset of those men, and the second subset looked at what happened to the first subset, and they're like, "We're not we're not going to go through what they went through," and they walk away preemptively out of self preservation. So that group is right out. So the chads are all um, womanizing and whoremongers and liars and cheaters. All the good men are either attached to good women, have been screwed over by women and don't want anything to do with you, or they saw what happened and they're like, nope, we're walking away. That we call them MGTOWs. They're going their own way. They're not even dealing with women or relationships. They're happy with their dog and the peace they have in their life and the stuff that they have being and being secure with the stuff that they have. So that group is right out. So then the middle, the, the average men are out. Chads are out. What's left? And that, my friends, remember, by this time she's pushing 40. After looking for all these guys in a minute, I can't find any. I want to deal with her. Now she's pushing 40. Now she's going, she's 
she's up against baby. She's up against the um, the baby deadline. Now you understand, and again, she can't find anything that she's looking for. And now you have the fours and under in looks, the fat ones, buck teeth, whatever the whatever the case is. They're weakling. They're skinny. They're poor, they're broke, they're criminals, they're sociopaths. But that's what's left. You're 40, want to have a family, there you go. That, my friends, is the real reason why women marry men they're not attracted to. They literally have no other choice. You can thank feminism for that. Let's see, get another video. This is fun. Um... This video I found a little earlier, right, a little earlier before I started to show today. And again, this man, this black dude that has a podcast, big black dude that has a podcast. You need to listen to what this dude says because the way he, the way he puts it down on this black woman, preach, brother. So here we go. Have this you ever heard an Asian movies. woman screaming out, "I'm an independent woman. I don't need a." No, because she's staying in the Mandarin. Have you ever heard her say she's independent and she don't need her man? That's what I said. Black women are the only people that celebrate not having a man. Here's a, Here's a word to y'all independent women. First and foremost, you got to understand the direction of the definition of independent. Independent means that you are celebrating the fact that there is nobody with you. Black women, you are celebrating the fact that you don't got a that you don't have a man, that you don't have a father, that you don't have a dad, that you don't have a husband, that you don't have a, some kind of male influence in your life. You're celebrating being alone. That's why we don't like y'all independent Why would I want a hoe that celebrate me not being there? Then you get mad at us for not being there and call us dead people. Oh. Have you ever heard? A you hear that? Did you hear that? Women are in their full Wimplow energy. And again, I, I know, I'm going to do that video about Nikki Haley Wimplow. But if you if you don't know Wimplo, um, go to YouTube and look up Hung Pao Wimplo, and you'll see and watch that video. Women are in their full Wimplo energy. I'm gonna tell you, and this guy nailed it because women have been taught to celebrate the fact that they're literally not a man in their life, and then want to excoriate men for not being in their lives, calling them deadbeats or whatever. It's like. How do you think, how do the two, how do you marry the two in your mind? How? Because the two are completely on completely different planets. You, you're celebrating the fact that you don't have a man in your life. You're literally happy being independent and not having a man. Yet, you're excoriating men for being deadbeats for not being in your life. You're, you're happy with not having a man in your life, but when men aren't in your life, you're complaining. What the ever-loving hell. Women, if you, if you can explain this to me, just send me an email or something explaining this because I literally don't get it. I don't. Here's one that I found just before I got, just before I, the show started. And I'm going to stitch this one too. So if you go to my TikTok later on tonight, I'm going to stitch this. But you hear it first. So I'm going to answer this question. I have a question Here we for go. the men. Do you guys still want to get married? Like, is that still a thing? Or is it just um, And I'll tell you what, hang on. Let's get rid of that. Do men still want marriage? Yes and no. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. Men 
Do men want to be married? No. And I'm going to tell you, well, yeah, no. And I'm going to tell you why. Men don't want to be married. Well, modern men don't want to be married because of the simple fact that there's really no benefit in marriage for men. There's none. All right. There's nothing, there's no benefits that marriage provides that you can't get without being, you know, without that, without the government being in your business. This is the best way I can describe it. Because when you get married, there's actually two kinds of marriages. There's church marriage and state marriage, all right? State marriage is what you want to avoid because, again, you don't want the government in your business like that. Now, if you get church, if you get church married, whatever, it's, it's, it's ritual, it's symbolic, but the government's not in your business. Now, if men want to get married, no, because... Again, there's marriage is a bad rap for men. When a man gets married, he has to endure sexlessness. He has to endure nagging. He has to endure all these things. And then when the woman decides that she's unhappy because he's not he's not being her daddy and providing for her mental well-being, she wants to leave and move into a new house. Take Hey, no, she won't even move into his house. She'll take his house, kick him out, right? Because this is how Va was set up. She'll kick him out of his own house, live in his house, take half his stuff, move some other man in, and live with this other man taking half his stuff and his child support. And that's what men get for being married. So no, men do not want to get married. Now, do we? Will we like to have a partner who treats us right, who brings us that peace with the four corner, with the four corners of sanity, stability, cooperation, and femininity? Absolutely, right? Yes. However, it's not going to take marriage to do so. It's really not. So when we talk about do men still want to get do men still want to get married? No, we don't want to get married. But will we like to have a life partner who brings us those things to achieve peace in a relationship? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm going to tell you what, I have that right now, and I don't, even need, I don't even need to be married. She understands that we don't need to be married. That we're raising our son. I'm committed to her. She's committed to me. I'm not going anywhere. She's not going anywhere. We're going to make a go of this for the rest of our lives, and we understand that we don't need to stay, we don't need to stay being in our business in order for that to happen. So that's the thing about marriage. Um, here's one that... Here's a good one. Um, this woman, she asked, why, why do women push good men away and emasculate them? Need, women need to hear this because, again, I don't know where the disconnect is with how women are treating, why women are treating the men the way they are, but you need to hear this. So here we go. The nature of good men is that they are naturally kind. They're hardworking. They naturally want to take responsibility they are thoughtful, they are men of their word, they are men of character. So when, as women, and we're in a relationship and we're married to good men, when we are willing to look at and acknowledge our emasculating ways, the ways that we are controlling, the ways that we make our husbands wrong, uh, the ways that we push our husbands away and build walls around our hearts. And we recognize that those are our behaviors in a relationship. We have to see that in a relationship with a good man, it's those very emasculating behaviors. It's, it's having our walls up that pushes a good man away. The nature of good men is that they are naturally kind, 
they're hardworking. They okay, naturally so want to take now, responsibility. Oh, wait. Uh, let me go back to that. Because it's not so much the video. Oh, boy. Hang on. Let me click something. Here we go. Okay, so it's not so much the video as it is the... What the happen? What happened to that window that I just put up? It's not there anymore. No, it's not. Okay, because I thought that I thought I thought I did something wrong independently. I did because all my stuff is wiped out. So let me get back to what where I was. Here we go. All right. So there's that. I'm sorry. I just clicked something bad and it just wiped out all my stuff. And now I need to get back to it. Okay. So there's that. The There's nature this. of good men. And here we go. All right. Now, it's not so much the video because the video does kind of say it all. Women, why do you emasculate men the way you do, the way you emasculate good men the way you do? I know why. It's because you get tired of nice guys. I, I, And this is something that I've come to understand. Women, you get tired of nice guys very easily. You get tired of bad boys very easily. What you want and can seldom have is somebody who's bad boy plus nice guy, right? Who could find that balance between bad boy and nice guy. But the problem is, nice guys, yeah, they make you feel secure, and yeah, you want to be with them, but they bore you after a little bit because they don't have any, they don't have a real bad streak. They don't have that um, dark triad going on. So you go for the bad boys, but the problem is the bad boys, like the Chads and stuff, they're bad. They don't have any good qualities. So when they treat you like dirt, you want to go, you want to go and find somebody right that that's good like the dude you put in the friend zone but even the dude you put in the friend zone you get bored with them very easily so you see where you do like this whole pendulum thing where you go tick tock tick tock back and forth between the nice guy and the chat trying to figure out where this balance is and you're and you're barely finding it in one person but again you both both then both of you emasculate you emasculate the bad boy you emasculate the good guy and it just doesn't work out it's really not a good look for you but again, um, it's not the video, it's the comments. Um, none of your business says, no matter what we do, we get shadowed. It's not worth it any longer. Um, Cousin Jim says, evidently, that's not enough. It's not enough to be nice. Bingo, Bingo MJM says, it's never enough. Brucey says, and that's why we're alone out here and very reluctant to do it again. Remember what I told you about the subset of men. Pepe Levine says, catch and release or stay out of the game. Remember what I again? It, it all comes full circle. Remember what I said about those subsets subsets of men. Jose Garcia, we are never enough. He kills. All we want is a partner for life, not an enemy. Patrick J. Stivers, it's best not to be a burden in their life and move on as painful as it is. Doyle Hargraves, we are all of those things, but unfortunately, our counterparts are usually the opposite. So there's no way to work it out. Do you understand where men's mentality when it comes to relationships are? And this is why. Women can't find women. Always, where are the good men? Where are the good men? These are the good men right here that are commenting. These are the good men that y'all are looking for. But guess what? They've already checked out because, again, the one subset has been screwed over by women, and the other subset saw what happened to the first subset. They checked out preemptively in self protection. This is what's going on. So when women walk around asking, where are all the good men at? I just want a decent man. Actually, she then screwed over a bunch of men in her 20s trying to trying to find Chad only to get with Chad and get cheated on. And now she wants to come back to the good men, but the good men already checked out. 
And this is what modern dating has come to in 2024. And this is why, despite that hit piece on men called the male loneliness epidemic, it's actually the flip side and it's the female loneliness. See, they always, again, liberal mindset, Marxist mindset, they'll accuse you of what they're going through or what they're doing themselves. If they say there's a male loneliness epidemic, flip it on his head. It's a female loneliness epidemic that's going on. They just have to dress it as a male loneliness epidemic to get out of, get ahead of the story of why women are walking around alone. If that makes sense. I don't know how else to put it, but that's literally what it is. I'm going to come back, and when I come back, um, I'm going to give a part two of this lecture. So I'm going to take a commercial break, and I need to get composed, and we're going to we're going to come back. So um, that's it. You're listening to the ABC podcast on Blog Talk Radio. I'll be back. Hey, let's take a minute and meet Clark Kent, or Superman. Chief, believe me, you're in for a treat just as soon as Jimmy gets back here. Great Caesar's ghost, what's holding him up? You know I can't work without a good breakfast. Chief, Jimmy's bringing a box of Kellogg's sugar smacks. All the more reason for hurrying. Confounded, that boy knows I like those new sugar smacks. And he knows what I do, too. That's a cinch. Well, here I am. Young man, if you spill those new sugar smacks, you're fired. Golly, Chief, I hadn't opened up the box yet. But I'm going to now. Well, I guess we all agree on sugar smacks. Right. Folks, don't wait. Get Kellogg's new sugar smacks. They're better than ever. Puffs of wheat, sugar toasted, and candy sweet. You bet. Just get Kellogg's sugar smacks, brand new. A Northwest Mountie, and he's been trailing this desperate character for three years. And I'm tired. Well, it's him or me. Uh-oh. He's got an aching head, an upset stomach, and an empty gun. What you need is some Alka-Seltzer. You know what they always say. Yeah, a Mountie always gets his man. Oh, no. I mean about Alka-Seltzer. Relief is just... Swallow away. Well... That relief-giving Alka-Seltzer. For that headache and upset feeling, take Alka-Seltzer. Relief is just a swallow away. Hi, kids. Look at some delicious magic with the extra-good chocolate-flavored syrup, Bosco. Now watch. Take ice cream, spoon on extra-rich, extra-thick, extra-chocolatey Bosco syrup. There's the best chocolate flavor you ever tasted. More Bosco magic. Cake, ice cream, topped with extra thick, extra chocolatey Bosco syrup. Try it. Bosco also makes milk chocolatey delicious. Tell mom to get Bosco chocolate flavored syrup for you. Sing out. I love Bosco. It's rich in chocolate tea. Chocolate flavored Bosco is mighty good for me. Mama puts it in my milk for extra energy. 
Bosco gives me iron and sunshine vitamin D. Oh, I love Bosco. That's the drink for me. I'm a spaceman. The moon and sun and all the stars are great big to roll pops. I'm a princess. Yes, my lord, it's a party tonight. We'll have to do roll pops. All the kids in the neighborhood say Tootsie Roll Pops are triple good, triple good. And do you know why? Sure. Because one, there's good tasting hard candy outside. And two, there's a delicious center of Tootsie Roll inside. And three, only Tootsie Roll Pops are such fun to eat. That's why they're triple good. And don't forget, Tootsie Roll Pops come in a party pack, too. Ten pops and assorted flavors. There's a game on the back that's lots of fun to do. All of the kids in the neighborhood say Tootsie Roll Pops are triple good. Triple good. You'll love Tootsie Roll Pops. Hi, I'm Mike Wallace with a sensational shortening discovery for better baking and frying. It's Procter & Gamble's Golden Fluffo, the first all-new shortening in 40 years. It's rich. Its color is golden yellow. And what a pie it makes. Richer looking, better tasting, more appetizing. But let's hear what Mrs. Thelma Styra, Indiana State Fair baking champion, had to say about Fluffo. I love Fluffo. It makes such a golden brown pie. Oh, man, that's some apple pie. Well, Mr. Wallace, that's a prettier pie than I ever baked with plain white shortening. And look how flaky it is. This yellow fluffo is such a short shortening. Makes pie crust so rich. Like cooking champions, get richer looking, better tasting, more appetizing results in everything you bake or fry. Get golden fluffo. Yoo-hoo-hoo. I've got a Swiss cream sandwich for you. Crisp golden cookies and in between an extra thick my kick filling of cream dessert time tea time don't miss Swiss as the man around here you can quote me on this yoo-hoo yoo-hoo it's Swiss cream sandwich for yoo-hoo yoo-hoo and yoo-hoo yoo-hoo a truly different cream sandwich, Swiss cream sandwich, baked by Nabisco. The luscious, creamy fillings in a class by itself. No other like it. And these tempting vanilla cookies are so light, they melt in your mouth. Yoo-hoo, yoo-hoo. It's Swiss cream sandwich. Oh, yoo-hoo, yoo-hoo. And yoo-hoo, yoo-hoo. Swiss cream sandwich. Say, it's time for a favorite dance team, so let's look. Ah, a box of matches and a pack of old gold cigarettes. That's all you need, my friend. And you're enjoying the smoothest, mildest, tastiest cigarette ever created. A treat instead of a treatment. That's old gold cigarettes. Made by tobacco men, not medicine men. To give you the cigarette that treats you better in every way. Because in every way, it's a better cigarette. Good, huh? Yes, for a treat instead of a treatment. Get a pack or get a carton of old gold cigarettes. Right now, this is Dennis James reminding you to keep smoking old gold cigarettes. Thanks.
attention. To help carry on our important work, I want you to join the secret squadron and wear this official badge and have this secret decoder. Following each week's adventure, I'll send an important secret message, and only secret squadron members who have decoders can decode them. Also, later I'll tell you the simple rules for joining the secret squadron, but you must promise to do as I do. Keep yourself healthy and mentally alert. And drink Ovaltine every day. It's the official drink of the Secret Squadron. We Secret Squadron members know chocolate-flavored Ovaltine helps give us what we need for rocket power. Yes, just as a rocket adds thrust during takeoff, Ovaltine can add the kind of nourishment so important for rocket power. We drink Ovaltine hot for breakfast. Mmm, good, too. And cold for lunch and between meal snacks. And hot again at bedtime to help keep us revved up with rocket power. Believe me, Ovaltine's got what it takes to help you be a leader in your gang. So drink instant Ovaltine every day. The Gemini Space Flights. are long. The training is hard, like this spacewalk practice. But the astronauts do some things you do. In space, they drank Tang. They mixed it like this in a zero-g pouch, because with no gravity, it would fly all over. You don't have that problem. You can mix it in a glass. Up there, they have to drink it carefully, this way. You can drink it any way you like. Tang tastes orangey. Tastes great. Has lots of vitamins C and A. Tang, chosen for the Gemini astronauts. Have a blast. Have some Tang. This man just showered with a new kind of soap. New Life Boy Mint Refresher. A soap so loaded with mint, so tangy, so frosty, it drives wives wicked. Every bar of new Life Boy Mint Refresher contains the essence of 125 mint leaves. Soap has never smelled this good before, and neither have you. New Life Boy Mint Refresher drives wives wicked. still don't get it about the whole pyramid thing and again it's just something that was shown to me too but you would think that with the with relationships the way they are like some introspection would be done and somebody would have came up with that long before i did but i literally don't hear anybody talking about that anybody else talking about that i certainly don't hear any women talking about that about bringing that to the table they all want to bring they all want to bring um they don't want to bring whatever money they have. They don't want to bring what kids they have or what baby daddy they have or what weight they've gained and all this stuff. And they always want to say, well, you got to accept me as I am. And if you can't handle me at my worst, you can't, then you don't deserve me at my best and all this other stupidness. But they have n- literally no idea that what it takes to the, the things that it's the things that it takes to make a relationship run. 
And those things were, again, showed to me with that pyramid. And I'll be beating that drum for a long, long time about what needs to be brought to the relationship. Because, again, and you can actually flip it from men to instead of femininity, you plug in masculinity. And you, men, the difference here is that you cannot, 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 cannot five times um, be talked into thinking that masculinity is toxic. Absolutely not. Don't let them fool you into thinking that masculinity is somehow toxic. It is not. As cap and as only used to shame men and bring them down out of where they are in their natural leadership position. So don't 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 even fall for that. That's all just that's all just fluff. Don't let, don't ever let them think that your masculinity is somehow toxic. It's not. Because honestly, mas the masculinity is what it takes to make things run, to make a relationship run. It's like a car needs fuel for it to run. A relationship mas needs masculinity. You can get in a relationship. It's not going to go anywhere unless you're, you're a masculine man. If you don't believe me, ask any woman that's ever gotten with a beta. That's all I'm going to say. The one that that's stuck on her and using her money and she's the one working and providing and all that stuff. And sometimes they'll say, sometimes they'll say, well, this is, this was a mutual arrangement and this is what works best for us when I go to work and he stays home and does, but after, and that may be for like the first few years, first few months, definitely. If it even goes a few years, it may last a few years, but eventually, eventually that woman is going to start yearning for the soft life. Now, maybe it may be social media induced, or it may be just her sitting around at her job, looking at her boss, getting that paycheck every Friday, looking at it and saying, is this really, really freaking worth it? I need to be the one, and then her, her base instincts will kick in. I need to be the one that's being taken care of. And what she, what's going to happen is she's going to get wind of somebody right, who's being taken care of, or she might come across somebody who's this masculine man who she may not go on on a date with him, but maybe she'll hang out with him, maybe he's a co-worker or something, they'll go, they'll go out for a function or something, like, we have, well, when I was with Boeing, the security thing, but Boeing employees would go over in Renton, because Renton, they built a Top Golf right across the street from the Boeing plant in Renton, and so every now and then the Boeing employees would go and go over to the Top Golf, get, grab drinks, and have this have a big soiree over there, right? This is usually a Friday thing, so they don't have to come into work till Saturday. It's a whole thing. Maybe she goes to one of those, and then one of her coworkers is just putting down a card. Bam! I got her drink. Bam! I got her food. Bam! I got this. I got that, and it activates something feral in her. And I wish I had that. Oh, I wish I had that video. I didn't keep it because I came across it when I was brand new to TikTok, and I didn't know how any of the functions work. So I let it go past me. I didn't know how to um, tack it into my favorite. So I let it go past. But um, this one girl on TikTok, she was a feminist who got with a who got with a guy, and she probably came back to TikTok to tell us all about it. And she said that she felt the feminism leaving her body because she got she went with this. Um, what the hell is this cat doing? Hang on a second, because this freaking cat. Can I help you? Okay, Salem, I'm going to say this to you and in front of everybody who's listening to this podcast, either stay in the studio or go out of the studio, okay? I understand you're a cat, and I understand that you you have the hot foot, what my mom called the hot foot, 
but you need to figure out if you want to stay because I'm trying to record the show and I can't keep running back and forth to the door just because you want to come in and out. So not until the show is over, right? You're laying on the bed. Thank you. That's my cat. That's a long story. So she came back and she gave, she got with this guy's guy. She came back to take out to tell her all about, to tell us all about it. And she said it activated something feral in her. And actually, Brett Cooper picked it, picked up on it. And I guess one of the somebody had labeled it the uh, factory reset. And it's true. If you ever want to factory reset a woman and bring her, then bring her out of the clouds, out of those feminist clouds, throw it down on her. Just throw it down. Just be a guy and throw it down on her. If you do that all through the first date. She will, she will literally factory reset right, right in front of you. Now, it, may, it may take her a week for her to reboot, but once she reboots, oh my God, she will be the biggest trend. Again, I, I love my girlfriend to death. I love Elissa to death. Elissa, when I got with her, was a communist, right? Um, now, she wasn't like crazy, crazy communist, like those Marxists up there, you know, that, that you see. No, she wasn't that. But, you know, she softly believed that communism was a way to go, was a way to achieve really equality and all that other Marxist stuff that they indoctrinate you with college. And I kind of did the same thing with her because um, she was used to, she's used to being a She never had a boyfriend, you know, it was pretty much her, her, her mom and her cat. And she's a nice, she's a nice girl. She's not like crazy cat lady or anything. And she was a really, she was a really, she was nice and sweet and demure. She was just independent. And when, when I first, when I first started, when we first started, well, we first started talking like 11 years ago, so 11, 12 years ago, but like when I started hanging out with her, like seriously going to her shows and then we go out for dinner, pizza, whatever, whatever have you after the show. And we would just talk and we would go out to eat and I put my card down. And then one time for Easter. Um, before we got together, the Easter of the year we got together, which would have been 2017, 18, 19, Easter 2019. And I invited her over to my house and I made her Easter, we had Easter dinner. And I made her, I made for us um, Cornish rice stuff, pilaf rice stuff, Cornish hens. And I think it was mashed potatoes, my garlic mashed potatoes and brown gravy. I, could, I made it, I made it all homemade. And so I did that. And I, Right now, I served her, and we had, you know, we had wine, and we just talked about things, right? We weren't even together yet. And the next day, I think I laid her down. I put a put headphones on her ears and gave her some soft, relaxing music, and I gave her, I gave her a full body massage. And after that, it was just like that was pretty much it, you know, to deal with Celia. But after we had gotten together. Again, it was a something in her factory reset, and all of a sudden now she's she's trad, and not only is she trad, she completely renounced communism and is for more or less for more or less MAGA. You know, she she voted for Trump, she voted for Trump twice, and she's voting for him again. So you know, and you know, I I don't want to beat my own chest saying it's it's my doing, but. You know, when you treat women the way women should be treated, and I'm not talking about like dog them out or anything like that, because 
POAs do that. It's, it's ridiculous. But when you learn how to activate that feral part in a woman, just like that one feminist said when she got with the guy's guy and she felt the feminism leaving her body and she literally, she literally rebooted, it's the same thing. And again, it's, it's all relationship management, but how you, you, you have to factory reset. And anyway, that's what, and then they'll bring the, the, those four, those four things, the femininity, the cooperation, the sanity, and the stability. You just have to, some women, you just have to act, it's there, it's dormant, but some women, you just have to activate it in them. And men, we have the power to do that. It's just that feminists have for so long demonized masculinity and it's that masculinity that will trip that in the woman because ma masculinity commands femininity it, it just does where masculinity goes femininity follows and so they demonize masculinity because they don't want women following men but the secret is you have to be the masculine man in order to unlock that feminine woman and if that means you've got to go hard in the paint and refuse and forcefully pay for things and take her out and take that forcefully take the lead and i'm not talking about forcing yourself on her i'm just saying you take over when it comes to planning a date you call her up and say okay here's where we're gonna go here's what we're gonna do and i got it all um just bring you and a, just bring you a nice skirt and then i said and a nice set of heels and then you go do that and then the next date is okay. We're gonna go here. We're gonna go to do. We're gonna do this, this, and this. Oh, we're gonna go to the opera, and we're gonna we're gonna go to the opera. And then afterward, we're gonna go to Rooster's Egg House, have a nice bottle of wine. We're gonna talk about this, and then. And I'm telling you, once you, if you take that role, that woman will reboot. But again, there there I go handing out unsolicited dating advice because you know I may be saying I think I'm a I think I'm some kind of dating coach. You know, but I say the things that. I see the things that other people are unwilling to say just because I've seen the shit myself. Anyway, let's go through some other TikTok videos real quick. I have a couple more that I want to play and then we're going to get into some, um, then we're going to get into some online profiles. There's two that I want to highlight. There's two, there's two that I literally want to highlight because it's indicative of what I've been talking about with this whole pyramid thing, with this whole pillars of peace, right? And why, if a woman doesn't have one of these things, she doesn't have any of these things. And if she doesn't have any of these things, she doesn't have a relationship. This one is a midnight rant. I saved this off of, um, I saved this a day, the day after Valentine's Day, because it rolled through my feet the day after Valentine's Day. And I'm like, I had to save it, but I never really got a chance to talk about it. I played the other one, but I didn't play this one. I might have played it, but, oh no, who knows. But I do want to play this now, because again, now that you know, now that it's tattooed on your brain, hopefully, that the four cornerstones that you need to bring in order to have peace in a relationship, in order to have a relationship at all, is femininity, cooperation, stability, and sanity. I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep saying that. Here's a woman who's alone on Valentine's Day. Again, I, and I'll play the other woman too that I played the last one. But here's another woman that's alone on Valentine's Day. And I might have played her before, who knows? But now that you listen, listen to her. Now that you understand what I've been saying and have a tattooed on your brain, listen to her. And I want you to pick this apart. So here's this. Can go? I have an essay doing 10 hours and I, I haven't started writing it yet. And, and you know why? It's because all I can think about is how much I hate Valentine's Day. And 
I know. Before you come at me, be like, oh my gosh, Kara, you're just single and lonely. You're just bitter and alone. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Every single year, I tell myself, next will be my year. Next year, I'll be like, oh, y'all, and I can post cute little things in my store, and I can be like, oh my gosh, look at my person, whatever, and, and it's not my year. <laughs> and it's getting to the point where I'm a little bit concerned for future me. Like, is she ever going to find anyone? And, and you know, people will be like, oh, no, 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 like, Miss Independent. Like, oh, you, you don't need anyone. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I want to experience love. I, I, like, think about all the art that encompasses and embodies love, right? The poem that I have to read for my essay tonight is about love. And I can't relate to it. I mean, yes, there's platonic love and there's familial love, but it's not, it's not the same. You know, it's not the same. And I, and I want to experience, I want to be able to listen to the songs and read the poems and read the literature and look at the paintings and know what that's like and relate to it and know what the artist is trying to capture with it. Even heartbreak. Like, people will say, oh no, you don't want heartbreak. Heartbreak's the worst. Yes, I want it. Yes, I want it. <laughs> I want it. I, even if it's debilitating, even if I can't live my bed for weeks on ends, I want my heart broken into a little tiny pieces so I can finally know what it's like. Like, I want to be able to read the songs and watch the movies and look at the paintings and all the things about heartbreak. I want that. <laughs> and I, I feel like love and heartbreak is such a central part to the human experience. And I just, <laughs> I just want to know, I'm missing out. I want to know what it's like. And I, I just find myself wondering if, even though I say every year in my year, and don't get me wrong, I'm going on the dates, I'm going on the dating apps, I'm talking to the people, and it's nothing, like, it's not, nothing's coming out of it. And it, it's just like, a year from now, am I still going to be sitting on my apartment floor, procrastinating an essay, and have nobody in my life? Is that my future? <laughs> is, that, is that where we're headed? I guess I have to make my peace with it. I'm sitting on my apartment floor right now. Now you see? You see that? You hear that, right? You heard, you heard that. I played the whole clip, the whole damn near two minutes of it. What is she not bringing? Does that sound sane to you? Does that sound stable to you? And this is why she can, because people, and honestly, people pick up on, they can pick up on whether you're, whether you're bringing all four of those things. They know if you're not sane, by, just by meeting, you know, they know if you're not stable, they know if you're not feminine or masculine, if you're a guy, the guys definitely know if a woman's not feminine. Um, and it'll take a while for them to discern if they're cooperative or not. Well, yeah, depending, because when the plan to date, if she's not following his lead, then that means there's no cooperation there. So that's kind of a thing, too. But this woman, you heard her. She's not sane, nor is she stable. And you'll pick a man will pick up on that right away, which is why she's alone on Valentine's Day. It's, it's really no secret. She's alone. She was alone on Valentine's Day because she's not sane. And she's not stable. And I'm not saying, I'm not clinically diagnosing her with anything. But what I'm saying is, you heard the rent itself is unhinged. It is. And you understand, without even having to see the video, just hearing the way she rants and the way she giggles through the rent, she's unhinged. So there's no way that anybody could get with her and have any kind of peace in a relationship because she is not sane and she is not stable. The other example of not saying nor stable. I'm going to ever stop to consider that some of us did not want to leave the kitchen. Like, oh, I would no, make all the sandwiches and grab all the... Um, this is the trad wife. This is modern traditional wife. Where is the other woman who is not stable? I thought I saved it. Or maybe I didn't. Let's see. Uh, that's it. That's it. That's it. No, I didn't save it. Okay, with the ones I hate Valentine's Day. Maybe this is it. 
Yeah, here it is. The other woman who's not saying her stable. Just have go. one thing to fucking say. Fuck Valentine's Day. I fucking hate this stupid ass fucking holiday. All of my friends are in fucking relationships. Who am I supposed to fucking hang out with? My two best friends that are like my two single best friends, my only my only single fucking friends who are also my best friends, they fucking live five hours away from me. Who am I supposed to spend today with? Have I gone a single fucking- Oh wait, uh, hang on. Okay, flower? No. Who the fuck would bring me fucking flowers? No man wants to fucking be near me! So if you're wondering how I feel about this lovely day full of hearts and roses, fuck Valentine's Day. Anyway, if anybody wants to take me on a date tonight, hit my line. I am so fucking free tonight. Um, fuck Valentine's Day. I fucking hate this stupid ass fucking holiday. Ah! You just have one. Oh, you did. You did. You see, unhinged. Unhinged. Again, you need sanity and stability. If you don't have sanity nor stability, you don't have peace. If you don't have peace, you don't have a relationship. There you go, right? The last video I'm going to play for contrast because contrast is important. And this woman, um, she, uh, wait, never floated work. This woman here, she unlocked the code and she figured it out. And I want to play this because it's, it's powerful. And I wish, oh God, I wish this were television. I might, you know what? I think I'm gonna fire up that YouTube just so you can see what I'm talking, I can show you what I'm talking about. But this woman here, she she unlocked the code and she she got it. And when I say she got it, she literally got it. So here's what she has to say. And it's, this is play. Do you know what my husband said to me yesterday? I'm upstairs in bed writing after we put the kids to bed and normally he'll hop on the PlayStation and play with his friends for a little while, but yesterday he came upstairs to bed and he just gets in bed and lays down next to me and I've got a show on and he just watches it. He doesn't say anything. So I stop and I'm like, is everything okay? And he's like, yeah, why wouldn't it be? Continue to watch the show, I continue to write and then I stop a couple minutes later because at this point I'm like, I feel like something's up. <laughs> Something has to be up. So I look at him and I was like, are, are we okay? Like, is there something bothering you? Am, am I doing something wrong? And he sits up and all of what, like 30 seconds pass and he just looks at me and he's like, this is it. And I'm like, what's it? In my head, I'm like, what's it? This is it? Like, are we done? Like, what? what is it? And he's like, this is happiness. I don't say anything. And he's like, I know you haven't felt this in a relationship before, this calm and quiet. He's like, but there's nothing else going on. This, this is it. This is what it feels like to be happy. That was a powerful video and the reason why that was such a powerful video again i wish this were television and not radio but then that several seconds of silence 
her face. She was fight. She was literally mm-hmm. fighting back tears. And the reason why she was fighting back tears is because, and well, I'm going to speculate here. I'm not going to say why. I'm not going to say definitively no. But my best guess of why she's fighting back these tears is because I don't think she's ever, you know, she's, she's pretty young. She's 30-ish. I don't think she's ever been in a relationship where anybody has told her that she made them happy. That's number one. Number two, I think the story, the backstory is that her husband was the one that was abused by a former, for a former partner because he was, he has never been happy. And with her, he's happy. And for somebody who went through that with a former, with a former partner, with a woman used to be with, and he's never been happy. And then he gets with her and now he's happy. And she, it's, it's, it's because of her. She, she can't process that. And this is why she's fighting. She's literally fighting back tears. You can tell because, you know, her lips quiver. You know how your lips quiver when you're fighting, when you're literally fighting back the tears. That happened to her. Now, you see the stark difference between the two I just played and this one. It's like night and day. She's calm. She's collected. She's peaceful. You heard me. She said her. She was. She was just watching a show, and her husband came up and nuzzled him. And she didn't. She didn't push him away. She didn't do anything. She just. She just let him do what he do. And this has been a thing throughout the relationship. She lets him do what he do, and she lets him be at peace. And what I say you needed for peace, sanity. She's definitely sane. Stability. She's definitely stable. Femininity. She's feminine. Cooperation. She's cooperative. And her reward for all of that was her man sitting up and telling her after years of dealing with um, physical and emotional trauma, he sits up, he looks at her and says, this is what it's like to be happy. And that blew her brain. I'm telling you people, this is gold. Uh, This is gold I'm giving you. All right. Please tattoo that on your brain because there's no way that we can go forward with trying to put together good relationships unless until we get this part shored up. So if that means getting into therapy, trying to work out whatever your demons are, then absolutely do it. If they, if you need to do some introspection, I know women, you're allergic to introspection. I get it. However, it's something you have to go through. It's a medicine you have to swallow. All right. We all, not all of us like swallowing medicine, but damn it. Sometimes we have to do it. And if you want to talk about being peaceful and happy in your relationship or having a man look at you and say, this is what it's like to be happy with you. This is what you have to learn to come to. On to the profiles. Now, I'm on Match.com. And here's the first profile on Match.com. Her name is Brenda. She's 43. She's from Seattle. Uh, 43, she's never been married. That's kind of a red flag right there. But it's okay because we don't judge, right? This is a kind of a judgment-free zone, mostly. Um, so, see, I'll tell you later. She doesn't have kids. Let's click on Brianna and see what she's got going on. Now, her picture, yeah, she's kind of a more Ruben-esque woman, and I get that. There's a market for more Ruben-esque women. It's small, but it's there. Um, a lot of head shots. So here's a, okay, kind of a body shot. But yeah, okay, again, her Rubenesque woman. Um, 
and that's what I guess with her and her mom. Uh, obviously, uh, well, she's not obviously foreigner, but she has a she has an exotic kind of a look about her, like she's Hispanic or something like that. Let's see. My best friend's elevator pitch for dating me. If you want a ready adventure partner, you know what? One of these days, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play a game, and the game's gonna be this. I'm gonna pour my. I'm gonna get myself a bottle of. Oh, let's say goose. I'm get myself a bottle of goose, and a shot glass. And for every one day, every Saturday night, when I read these profiles, every time I hear travel or adventure, I'm gonna take a shot, and I'm gonna see how drunk I am at the end of a half hour. If you're ready for an adventure partner, home cooked meal, and in quantity depth conversation, look no further. A trip to the beaches in your future. Okay, okay. What I okay, I again everybody says they love travel. What I love about this is the fact that um if you're ready for an adventure partner, home cooked meal, and in quality in depth conversation. That basically said that's basically smacks of what she can do, right? What she's bringing, what she's providing. Now, a lot of women out there are they're not about this is how you advertise yourself, right? A lot of women don't know how to advertise themselves. They always say, well, I'm this and I'm that and I'm looking for this and I'm looking, well. And then they say, well, if you're this and this and this, don't hit me up. Where this one is like, well, hey, if you want a home-cooked meal and somebody to have a quality in-depth conversation, which, oh, that's two things that, would, that appeal to all guys. So there you go, right? So despite her being more Ruben-esque women, I wouldn't be surprised if she has she has some men coming in towards like trying to slide into her DMs. Let's see their summary: Michigan-born, newly Seattle-based via DC and abroad. So I know where she is politically. Uh, I'm happy to be in Seattle where I have good friends and family. One of my favorite things about the Pacific Northwest is feeling like I can be on vacation where I live. Energetic, bold, extroverted, and passionate. Um, I'm outgoing, upbeat, social, genuine, and up for a type two fun adventure. Again, adventure, travel, that whole thing. Um, Tamales and tequila. Mexican, I told you, she looks Hispanic. Um, she's Mexican-American and close with my family. And if anybody knows anything about Mexican women, because um, I have a lot of experience with Mexican women. I grew up in L.A. Mexican women can be adventurous in many ways <laughs> all right and i'm not talking about liking bed or anything like that but this being with a mexican woman is an adventure in itself you can write you can write you can literally write movies about being with a mexican woman because there's this thing there and i don't know if it's cultural or whatnot they revere their men yes they do they revere their i and the way i can the best way i could put it is this they revere their men because their men fear them. That's 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 what I could say about a Mexican woman. They revere their men because their men fear them. So that's that's the whole thing about Mexican women, all right? I I I love my mamacitas, right? But y'all know what I'm talking about if you're one. If you're one, all right. Good <laughs> evil. Um so let's see, energetic body, uh, tequila, tamales, and tequila. Absolutely, I believe that. Um, I'm Mexican American and close with my family. I believe that too. We have fun traditions, play games, euchre, dominoes. I believe that too. Make delicious food. I definitely believe that. And I genuinely enjoy being together in my family. Everyone is always welcome. Work and play by day. I work in international development. My job brings me to Latin America where I frequently work with small, with smallholder farmers and sustainable food systems. There's that. 
Told you, best I do that. Um, I know a lot of random facts about produce. Um, in my free time, I like to be outside and spend quality of life time with my friends and family. I'm looking for a relationship. I spent a lot of time traveling and moving overseas, hoping that I could share my life with someone, but never staying still long enough to prioritize it. Hoping to change that now. This is an okay pro. It's okay. It's not stellar. It's not awful. It's okay. It's 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 above marginal, right? And I'm gonna tell you why. Um, she's good at advertising herself and what she is about. Yes, and though she doesn't really say what she's looking for in a guy, which is kind of a negative, depending on how you do it. She also is a little bit busier than most guys would prefer, like traveling with all that traveling for work and all that stuff. It's like, okay, well, when will you have time for me will be the ultimate concern. And the way she says, well, I'm hoping to change that now, Smack said, if I find you, I can change that, which, no, you should change that before you find somebody because you should have the time to dedicate to somebody before you get with them. So that's a whole thing. However, she advertises herself and her qualities very well. So, again, um, and her pictures are okay. Um, they really are. She's, she has a nice smile. She does. Um, and she here's one with her and wants a puppy patch. And uh, this one, her and there's a lot of selfies here. And here she's, this is a picture in Latin America. I want to say El Salvador, but I'm not sure because I haven't been down that far, but yeah, but she has a she has some good pictures and she has a picture. I believe that's her mom. So and again, her and her family are very close. And remember what I said about profile pictures, right? Your profile pictures should tell the story that should tell the story that your bio will back up later. She says she's close to her family and she actually has a picture with her mom. So that's a very that's very good on her. So again, this is a good profile. It's not stellar. It's not awful. It's a good profile though, right? So, absolutely, I I can imagine this woman can this woman have men sliding in her DMs, and it helps that she's Mexican American. It really does, um, because they she, let's see, uh, more, uh, four twenty, not for me, uh, Latina, University of Washington, Georgetown, you, of course, liberal. I told you, so on that side of the tracks, um, exercise five or more per week, start a serious relationship. So there you go. If you can, if you can stomach the politics. I mean, she sounds like a really good woman. And honestly, 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 I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm going to tell you this right now about women like this. You can, again, like I told said in my last segment, you can factory, you can literally factory reset them. All you need to do is bring that machismo, all right? You, you bring that to her and you take that charge and you let, and you lead her. And again, let her respect you because you, you don't, you gonna fear her, <laughs> but um, you take that lead and you do that thing. You factory reset her, and you she'll she'll come out of that liberal mindset. She'll you do it. You many women have been taken out of liberalism. Look at um oh who was that? I forget that woman. She's a Sports Illustrated model, married to a former NFL running back, and I can't remember her name. I think it's Briggs or something like that, Catherine Briggs or something like that. But. Feminists hate her because she's she's MAGA. She used to be a feminist, so she's MAGA. And the reason why she's MAGA is because her husband's MAGA. He showed that masculine energy, flipped her, factory reset her, and now she's MAGA. So that's the whole thing. 
Let's say, let's take a look at another one. This one is, let's take a look at Jessica. Jessica, she's 40 from Seattle, Washington. Um, I'm feeling hurt. If I'm feeling hurt, I need affection, connection, and reassurance. So that's that. Their summary. He's looking for a true partnership, someone to grow old and wise with while maintaining a high level of passion. Best friends who can't keep their hands off each other. You know, that's that's lofty. Um, if you can find that, that'd be kind of a thing. Um, however, oh, best friends who can't keep it. it, it, it it's, it's a lofty. It, it, I don't know. I don't know the, the right terms to put it in. However, oh, thank you. My daughter brought me my phone, so like I don't have an Apple Watch, but it's cool. I know. I got the. I got it on my watch. I'm gonna call her for the she show. She's gonna call her later. She's gonna call mom right now. Yeah. For party. Of course. Yeah. All right. Yep, yeah, I am. So that was my my mom's trying to get a hold of me. Mom, call her after the show because you know, that's my mom, and I love her to death. But you know, I got things that I do too, mom. I'll, I'll get to that with you. Anywho, um. Jessica, 40 years old, summary, looking for true partnership, so I'm going to grow their wise with while maintaining a high level of passion, that's, that's, that's a good thing, actually, best friends who can't keep their hands off each other, it, it's, it's lofty, but it's good, I'm a very affectionate person who loves fun, laughing, and adventure, adventure again, as much as lazy days in, I'm happy you are too, so see, again, she knows how to advertise herself, to me, the hallmarks of a good relationship is being growth-oriented, which is good, Sustainable person, which I have no freaking clue what that means. <laughs> Lots of affection and a tremendous amount of laughter, which actually is good. Would that that is absolutely what makes a relationship. Again, once you have those pillars in place, everything else will just fall into place. She's white. She's a yoga therapist, of course, liberal. Has dogs. Exercise five months. So if, again, if you can politics, then she sounds like a pleasant person to be with. And again. Round of applause, yay! Because you did, you actually have another good profile too. It's not stellar. It's not bad. It's good. All right, Anna, forty-four. Let's see, Anna, forty-four. She's from Bellevue. She says the best adjective someone ever used to describe me: sunny. I guess. Um, with her photos, oh, that's grainy, and she's in the water, so you can't really see it. Uh, mask, so that's not good. Um, this one's okay. She's well, but she only has three. Two of them which you can't see, and one of them's a headshot. So, again, if you're going to do the headshots, ladies, please obscure, because she has lights on, and um, and the, the glare from the lights are in the camera, and it's really distracting. If you're going to do that, then please do portrait, and then, bl and then blur out the background, and it, it brings you forward. And it makes for a much better picture. I'm just going to say that right now. Uh, she's Asian. She started. She wants to start a serious relationship, and that's what she says. She's divorced. Has kids who lives at home. Maybe wants kids with the right person. Anna, you are 44. And let me, I'm going to be real honest with you, Anna. Um, you're 44, and you say you want kids. By the time you you find by the time you find a man, you'll probably be 45. Kids aren't good. Kids just aren't going to happen. It's if it's not. All right. You're, you're looking at menopause right now. So there it is. She's got a bachelor's degree. She's slim, five foot six. She is slim. She has a, she kept herself in shape, which is good. She's spiritual, but not religious. Um, she never smokes. She drinks socially. 
Um, so that's that's what's up. Um, Anna, good luck, but with the whole thing with the kids, you're 44. I just don't see. Yeah, I get it. You're an Asian. You're an Asian female, and there's a high market. There's a high market demand for Asian females. Asian females are like Toyotas. Oh God, I can't believe I just said that. That was inadvertent. But what I meant to say was that they keep their they keep their market value the longest. All right. So just because she's 44, there's she'll probably get you know just for the fact that she's Asian, she'll probably get hit up a lot because she's Asian. But again, my whole thing with that, and I didn't meant to say, I didn't meant to do a whole rights thing, but um, I just said that to say that she holds her value longer than other women. So there's that. Uh, Emily, 39. Emily is from, hey, Emily's from my neck of the neighborhood in Kent, my neck of the woods. Um, let's see, Dwight and I'm very passionate about living life. That's good. About them. Divorce has kids who live at home. Three kids. So here's the, uh-oh, darn it. I done knocked off my tag on. There we go. My microphone. I shouldn't do that anymore. Uh, here's the thing. And here's where, here's where the, the landmines are laid, right? She has three kids living at home. We don't know the we don't know the ages, but we can assume that they're minors. Dating a woman, dating a woman who's divorced with minors is always a minefield. It, it just is, all right, because you have a thing with the baby's daddy, the, the kid's father. That's going that's still going to be a thing, and then you're going to step into a situation where. I'm not saying she's going to do it, but most most times she'll you'll step into the relationship where her kids are first, the kid's father is first, and whatever career she has, let's see, she doesn't want kids, which is good because she is she's 39, so she she understands that. Slam five four, she's a Taoist, so every drink smoke socially, which I didn't think Buddhist drink, but okay, whatever. Uh, three things that make a relationship great: trust, fun emotions. Uh, her pictures. She has really. She does have cute pictures. I'll tell you that right now. Um, however, with three kids living at home, you're gonna step into a situation where um, you're probably not gonna be first, and that's not a place for any man who thinks about providing protection. And why would you want to provide protection for another person's kids? I'm just throwing that out there because, again. Men, we can get away with it as being single fathers because we're the provider protectors. So it's not like we're asking women to come in to provide and protect for our kids, for our kids, even though it's not the women's. So that's the difference. However, when you have women and they're asking you to be a provider protector for that, then that's like, like everybody's like, oh, yeah, well, ready-made family. Well, it's not a ready-made family. It's really not because it's it's taking it's taking a raisin. And I used to use this use this analogy as a racial allegory, but it's kind of like taking a raisin and putting it into a jar of rice. It's there, but it just doesn't quite fit in. So there's that. So again, especially a 39-year-old landmine who only has some college. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure what else she's really bringing to the table. Um, so I said, Emily, she really doesn't say much. So that's it. I mean, even though you kept yourself, you know, just keeping yourself thin and fit isn't really, isn't really um, enough, is what I'm going to say, especially in modern times. 
you're gonna what you're up against is you want to try to bring some of these good guys back from out of back from being underground and this is just not going to do it because remember you're dealing with a bunch of men who've walked away or have been messed over by women and they just don't want anything to do with you so what are you going to do to get them back bring them back around and it's and bringing uh bringing an incomplete college education and three kids to it to the table is just not enough it's i don't know what man i don't know what man of knows right mind would sign up for that i just don't again if the kids were out of the house i can understand that but kid with three kids living at home it's just it's just no it's a no it's a no that'd be a no for me dog i i gotta get that soundbite i haven't played my soundbites today but again uh, maybe uh i'll start next week because i've been practicing with it but i'm not like maybe i'll maybe i'll start down anyway listen to me ramble um let's go back let's go here and let's look at this let's look at some more profiles this one is kathy she's 49 from sun city california um her favorite quality is a person love diverse diverse love diversely whatever the hell that means respect and have a great personality of course you don't want somebody with a shitty personality like no kidding lady why would you want somebody with a crappy personality like seriously um, but I get it. It's the question. It was the nature of the question is what I'm trying to say. Fair summary. I'm a very hard worker. Now, again, that can be construed as either a good or a bad thing, depending on the nature of the work and whether you are willing or not to make time for whoever it is that decides to give you a chance. Now, um, oh boy, I just messed up my... There we go. I need to put that right there. Okay, cool. I'm a very hard worker. I get along with most everybody. I don't like ignorant people. Nobody does. Um, I'm usually one to give advice or tell you like it is, but I don't have time or the patience for debates. Another red flag. Anybody who says they don't have time or patience for debates, what they're actually saying is, I'm, I, I believe what I believe, and I don't want to hear anybody else's opinion. That's usually what that means. And usually that gets an automatic, that gets an automatic buy, you know. So that's that. Let's see, what else? Um, I would love to travel, take a shot, and learn more about other cultures. Um, I love lots of different genres of music. It just depends on the day and how I'm feeling. I enjoy sports, games, restaurants, movies, arcades, and it's um, the wine tasting. Cool. Sounds like you want, sounds like you want somebody with some money who can help you do all this stuff. Uh, so, you know, tries walking around the lagoon with my doby. Good thing you have a dog already. Is that that's one step down. Um, and many other things on my bucket list is skydiving. Well, go do it. I want to have a sweet pit bull. So she has a Doberman and a pit bull. Dudes, 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 dudes. Now hold on. Before I go any further with this, oh wait. Now no, let me go on my bus. Pit bull and two turtles named Bonnie and Clyde. What does all that tell you? That tells me that you're extremely lonely. You're you're not an animal hoarder, but you keep all these animals around to fill an empty void. That's what that tells me. I don't know what it tells you. I don't know what that tells other people. That's what that tells me. And uh, I'm kind of trained to see these things. But have all these animals around because trust me, one of my friends is like this, and she she has this void in her life and. 
Diana, I have to pick on you for a second because, and I know you're not listening to this, but if you hear this, you know this. You know this to be true. I know this to be true because I've known you for way too long. You have this void in your life. I get it. You're 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 a little bit older than I am. You're single, and you've been single for a while. And I get this. And you're using your animals to to fill that void. That but the thing is, humans are social. They they crave to be around each other, and filling those voids with animals is not really fulfilling. Which is why you have to get more animals, more animals, more animals. Right. I'm pretty sure she just started with a dog, and then she got another dog, and she got a turtle, and she got another turtle, and it's not going to stop there. So, guys, just know that this... You got to understand, right? She's got a little bit of this going on here. Emotional damage! And it's evident by all the animals she gets, She's she keeps around. So, that's kind of a red flag, too. On top of the fact that he, he says she's not into the she's not into the base or anything like that. She is she's also this. And then right about the and then here's the part where she goes negative. He goes, oh, and by the way, don't bother hitting the like button if you have no picture or you're in the dark and can't figure out how to use a flash or a light. She hears here she is shaming. Um, or you're all covered up with masks and hats and nobody can tell what you even look like. Or if your picture is blurry or if you're looking for a hookup or if you are married, must I go on? No, you must not go on because, again, this is not how this works. Again, stop playing left field. You there are men on this side too. You just click on the men that you like. Oh, this was pictures that you fancy. Now, speaking of pictures, uh, let's see. Uh, selfie. Another selfie. Um, and I'm willing to say, I haven't gone into particulars yet, but I'm willing to say just by this woman's pictures, her skin betrays her. And she looks like if she smokes or drinks. I, uh, her skin betrays her. She's 43 and she looks like she's, looks like she's in her 50s. Um, or she's 49, she looks like she's in the late 50s. So it's going to be Tracer. And all these selfies, she has selfie, 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 selfie. And again, selfie, con selfie conveys arrogance. So there's this, there's that. And Kathy, I, I don't know. Sounds like she's seen in the shower, too many to name, and lots of different genres. She's white, she likes dogs and exotic pets, but don't have any. You just said you had turtles. Turtles are exotic. I'm, Oh, three things. Okay, look, lady, okay, I get it. You don't like debate, so learning new things isn't your thing, so I there's that. Um but honestly, if you're gonna if you're gonna say one thing, if you're gonna say you have turtles, then please say you have exotic pets because turtles are considered exotic pets. They're just legal to own. That's just it. Friendship, trust, and humor. And I, there's, there's, I don't know. I'm not sure how, but I'm not sure where trust comes in, but okay. So that's Kathy. Again, not really sure how to advertise herself. And again, she has 10 plus, she has 17 pictures. And so many of these pictures are selfies, 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 selfies. We got a picture of her two dogs, another selfie, another selfie. And remember what I said, her turtles. Here's a full here's a full body shot of her in a big dress. She's a more Ruben-esque woman. And here's the thing. 
Kathy, because you act like um, you act like you with your animals and your and your preferences that you can actually command who's interested in you, and that's not that's not so. So you have to go out and actually find who you're interested in instead of making all these demands of men, and that's how that game is played. So it's, if any of you women have any questions about how this online dating game is played, that's how it's played. It's not played by making a bunch of demands, or it's not played by telling you, tell, telling men, oh, if you're this, this, and this, don't swipe on me, because chances are you're not getting swiped on anyway if you have to say all that. But, again, get yourself a couple of really good pictures. You don't need 17 pictures, um, 14 of which are selfies. You don't need any of that. Um, just get yourself, like, three or four good pictures. Make sure you have a good shot of what and make sure your pictures tell the story that now to her credit she didn't have a picture of her dog and she didn't have a picture of her turtles and then she mentioned her dog and her turtles so she you knows she's all about her animals and all about not learning really anything new but again and that's and again that is kathy so she made me let's see uh last one's going to be hope she's 44 years old from oakland um again her Let's see. Uh, it's going to be phase work. Um, I know I'm dating an adult when they know how to start a conversation. Okay, I, I'll give you that one. Let's see here. She has nine pictures. Uh, she has a cool tattoo. She has a cool arm tattoo. This picture I'm not fond of because she's got this scowl on her face. And women, I know. I get it. I get it. A man telling you to smile is tantamount to tantamount to the most evil thing ever, right? But it doesn't hurt to smile in some of these pictures. Like this is kind of a smile. This is not a smile. This is a half smile. This is a smile, but she has somebody else in the car. She has two dogs. So just yeah, she's. And then it's her in the gym. A gym shot does you no good if you don't smile in half of your other pictures. Or you just like you're not. You just. We know you're not having fun in life. And that is the problem here, Hope. Your name is Hope and you're not exuding that hope. It's, it's, a, it's a great contradiction at that point. You're 44, you're from Oakland, California, and you do, and I don't know, I don't understand how you, how you expect to attract a man, and you don't look like you're having fun in life. No man would sign up for any woman that's not having fun in life, because they understand that women who aren't happy, you can't make them happy. So no man was, no man is going to sign up for that. So if all of your pictures are you scowling, sneering, Nobody wants to deal with that. Anyway, their summary, I relocated from New for North Carolina a year ago. You can learn to like yourself driving across country with the fur family. The highlight. I love dogs and coffee. I'm a sucker for good conversation. Witty banter and meeting new people. That's something cool to do in the Bay. She's in California. Doesn't mention travel, which is a trip. She was never married. I, I believe that. She doesn't have kids. I believe that, too. Doesn't want kids. I definitely believe that. She has a graduate degree, she's athletic, spiritual, but not religious. Never drinks social, drink, uh, socially. Again, her skin betrayed her. Um, your life story in three senses. Recently moved to California. 
from North Carolina. There's nothing like cross country adventure review. Yeah, you set that arrange. So, like Caucasian, writer at Media Cross, Queen's University of Charlotte. Of course, she's a liberal. Um, has cats and dogs, likes cats, dogs, fish, birds, exotic pets, all this stuff. Doesn't have any. So, there we go. Animals are filling in most the emotional void. Exercise three to four times a week. She does that too. And just see who's out there. If I made a documentary, it'd be about falling asleep to a true crime podcast. Not really imaginative. Again, has no clue of how to sell or how to advertise yourself. I sell yourself, advertise yourself. Honey's got for it. Anyway, that's it. I got to go. Um, thanks for listening. If you catch my podcast, actually the hour-long version on every every weekday now again, I have another job that I do because that job pays my bills, not the podcast. The podcast is something I do to get stuff off my chest. And you can catch weekly podcasts every day on Block Talk Radio from 11 to 12. Um, I do the Saturday thing, usually from 4 to 6. Today was just a day because I had to go into work. Usually I do it on Saturdays from 4 to 6. There's that thing. I'm on Facebook. Um, look for look, look up the ABC podcast. I haven't really posted it there lately just because of everything that's been going on in my life recently. But I'm going to get back to it once things calm down. Um, I also have a personal page. It's Jesse Ramsey ABC. And then I have a, um, well, that's my personal public page. I have another thing, a content creator page. That's my personal page. It's got like 6,000 followers. Um, and that's jesse.ramsey.79. So feel free to subscribe to any of those. I'm on TikTok also. I'm just, I've just put up a buttload of new videos. 90 seconds. And there's my warning. Um, so there's that. So hit me up on social media and then email me. If you're on social media, whatever social media platform you're on, look up at J Ramsey ABC. J Ramsey ABC. If you see me, I'm there. If I'm if you don't see me, I'm out there. Give me a follow. And that's it. Um, I will be back Tuesday because Monday I have a doctor's appointment, so I'll be back Tuesday. So we're gonna do the thing. Thanks for listening. Um also seconds. yeah, that's it. There's my sixty second warning too. You're gonna hear that because I also upload my upload my thing. Anyway, that's it. Thank you. I'm ABC. I'm out. Peace. Remember, the future is what you make of it. Now go out there and make the dating world a better place.